Welcome back to the On The Go Podcast, man. My name is Jimmy. I'm here with Ezra, Christian, Tyler, and we are On The Go Podcast, guys. I hope y'all doing great today. Man, look, I'm going to go ahead and cut the music because we got another special episode. Today is the Super Bowl version of the episode. And if you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can catch us on our YouTube channel where we are always dropping some fire content related to our podcast, of course. And like I say, if you want to talk MMA, NCAA, NFL, NBA, whatever it is, we're the one-stop shop for it. So, guys, let's talk about this doggone Super Bowl, man. E, I see you got that spectacular background with that beige brother behind you. What's good, bro? Talk to us, man. Talk to us, bro. Man, look, man. I tried to tell y'all, man. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes the second, man. He's a force to be reckoned with. Like I said, the Eagles should win this game, right? I said that because they were the better team. But this guy is the best player. And it showed my man had a bum ankle and still was out here doing his thing, man. He hurt his ankle and still ran 40 yards and didn't slide. This man that's ain't some, got Brown to throw to. He got Kelsey, and that's it. That's some G that's some G stuff right there, bro. I mean, homie just hurt his ankle before half, and he hauled ass 40 yards and didn't slide. I mean, we literally, we're witnessing greatness right now. You know, Brady just retired. He's got two rings, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs. He's been in the AFC Championship every year he's been the starter. Who's stopping him? Hey, I'll be real. I'm going to be honest. I got to give Patty his flowers because what he did, well, I don't even want to say just him, the Chiefs team as a whole, what they were able to do after halftime, spectacular. I mean, like like I was telling Christian and Tyler earlier, I mean, it was like the team that played the first two quarters was not the team that played the last two quarters. They were running at, you know, or executing at a higher clip than even the Eagles could keep up with. And I'm going to be honest, man, there was – there was one analyst. I want to think. I want to think it was Colin Cowherd. He had said, oh, he, man. "Hey, son, stop, stop." No, 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 no. But for real though, he trash. No, no Colin Cowherd. He got some out of. He got some out there takes. Bro. Let me say some out of pocket stuff. But he, he got. He, he pretty good, bro. Like we got give him his respect. But he said this. He was like, "You think of a team like the Eagles that are sixteen and three. Majority of their games, they were winning going away. They were never really in a game." where it was tight, where it was nip-tuck down the stretch. They didn't have many opportunities like that. Majority of the Chiefs games this season were like that. And they both had the same record. Now, I'm not saying that that was the deciding factor, but what I will say is Patrick Mahomes is the new boogeyman of the NFL. Word to Shannon. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, E, I'm going to be real. If Zach Taylor learns how to run the ball, Joe Burrow is probably the only quarterback that I could see that can compete with Patrick Mahomes. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, you know, it's hard to go back to back. They very well could lose in the wild card and not make the playoffs next year. Right. The AFC is loaded with young, talented quarterbacks. 
But the fact he's been doing this consistently for five years straight, I mean, he went against Brady. He's gone against, you know, Josh Allen. He's gone against Burrow. I mean, he he's handling his business, man. And all these folks I just named got a way better surrounding cast. Than, like uh, That's true. You know what I'm saying? So this man is literally just, you know, doing what an elite quarterback is supposed to do, right? And I know we'll, you know, we'll talk about this in a future episode. But like, like LeBron James, no matter who LeBron has around him, he's gonna make it work. He's gonna he's gonna keep you in the game. He's gonna give you a chance to win or to make the playoffs, right? Absolutely. And that's the same thing that we're seeing with Mahomes, man. Now, obviously, they're going to try to continue to build around him, but you could give him anybody and he's going to make it work. That's just how talented he is. And as long as Andy Reid is still the coach, he's going to find ways to scheme whoever it is running those routes open. You know, Kelsey's the expert on right. He's going to do what he got to do. But, I mean, like you said, Andy Reid went in at halftime made some adjustments, saw some things, and they came out. They scored back-to-back touchdowns on the same play. They just flipped it. And they were beautiful drawing Nasty. Hey, they so beautiful. I'm going to go watch the film, draw that up for flag football to make it happen. Yeah, there you go. How did he set it up, right? If you go look at the film, right, the Chiefs love jet sweep with their receivers. They mm-hmm. love having them come across and either catch the pitch or they throw it to them once they come across. So each time the receiver's going in motion and the corner's like, well, I'm going to just start hauling ass way over there because I think that's what's going to happen. And now you out the play. You've got a two-on-one. And then you flip the play, run it again from the other side. It's the exact same way. The like, exact same thing. It, it, it's crazy, man. I just... You know, it, I know it's great to be a Chiefs fan right now because, I mean, Mahomes is, what, 26? You got at least 10 more years of watching this. Um, you know, you'll never know if they win another ring, right? But you at least know for the next 10 years he's going to be doing his thing. Man, next 10 years, I say they could get at least three. At least three. Hey, it's... At, at, at the rate he's going, if, you know, this, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, bro. Like, has a has a back to back ever been done in football history? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, that was Patriots. a dumb question. Yeah, that was a dumb question. Um, yeah, Patriots, won three in a row, though. Mm, no, was it? It wasn't a three feet. No, no, yeah, it was. No, two. it was like it was like three. It was three in four years. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. but. But even then, it's been since 2005 since that's happened. Facts. So that's hard to do. So shit, even the Warriors yeah. didn't three peat. I mean, yeah, it's true. Man. It's one thing to just make it to a Super Bowl, right, and just like win it. But the fact that you've gone three times in five years—that's why. That's sick, especially in football. Like football is not like—I mean, I don't want to say basketball is inferior, but. I'm gonna be real, bro. If, if you could still shoot, if you could shoot, you definitely could. Nine times out of ten, you got a good chance of 
making it back to the championship. I, I, I would honestly say I feel like it's easier to repeat in the NBA than it is in the NFL. Well, no, but, I mean, but yeah. one could argue. I mean, you got 80, 82 games. Like, who the hell trying to play eighty two games back to back to back? Yeah, you know, really. History will tell you it is easier to repeat in basketball than it. Football. Yeah, that's real. We can name several teams that have gone back to back or have won, you know, several championships in a three, four year window. You know, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's less moving parts with NBA. To be honest with you, it's it's just less moving parts. You can only have five players on the court at a time. I mean, shit, we got you got to worry about you know eleven players on on one side of the field and eleven players on the other side of the field. You got to make sure you got backups to scheme right. And try to pick up matchups of guessing who's going to be on the field. Like, it's too many moving parts in the NFL to say, oh, you know, it's just easy to repeat. That's that's just okay. insane. No, and you get seven games, right? You know, right. you guaranteed four, mm-hmm. but you got seven tank, seven games to get it right. Right, 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 right. So, I, that I, facts. I don't want to get too far off topic, but I want to get back into this Patrick Mahomes thing, man, because I mean. He, E, e, I know you watched his his Super Bowl MVP, um, whatever you want to call it, his little press conference or whatever, right after the game. But did, let's be honest. Did, how do you feel about Patrick winning the MVP but also passing for under 200 yards? Well, I mean, let's be real. He, he didn't deserve the MVP, I think. I, I mean, I know they lost, but Jalen Hurts definitely deserved the MVP of the game. And I don't know why yeah. we don't look at giving the losing team player. Yeah, I, I've always found that sucky sometimes. I mean, Jalen Hurts balled his ass off tonight. They, they they didn't lose because of him, you know. That, f- that fumble shoulder didn't help. Yeah, the fumble didn't help without <laughs> Tab. That's true. After he made that mistake, he didn't do anything to lose them the game. If anything, it came down to the defense. The defense gave up two touchdowns. Um. You know, and then they basically gave up the third one. Well, they, they didn't give up the third one because they ended up kicking the field goal to win it. But, you know, that. To be fair, the defense gave up 31 points. Let's just keep it a buck. Yeah. Defense gave up 31 points, man. I mean, because I think Jalen Hurst broke a record tonight. It was like. Three most rushing touchdowns. Record. Yeah. Isn't that the most by a quarterback or something like that? I yeah, think so. That's a record. That's a record. Three rushing touchdowns <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Could could you say that Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Hundred percent. Hell yeah. Oh, Hell absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And look, and even though he didn't win, then I'll be the one to say it. Um, and I'm sure we all agree to it. But hats off to Jalen Hurts for an incredible season, bro. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts. Incredible season. Jalen Hurts tonight had 300 yards, 304 yards passing, a passing touchdown, 70 yards rushing, and three rushing touchdowns. Dude, that's crazy. Bro. Yeah. (laughs) Almost 400. I I don't know why he didn't get that MVP. Hey, he the MVP in my book, bro. Oh, sure. I mean, they did did it. I hate to bring this back up, but they did it to Brian. You know, but it is what it is. That's 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 other stuff. We we focus on Super Bowl. Uh, so we focusing right. on football right now. Jimmy. Focusing on football, right? So so I think one of the things I, I kind of want to talk about, um, uh, and it's gonna kind of help me transition, uh, as we move along. But man, this Eagles, the Eagles' offense as far as running the ball, 
I mean, they got three running backs. Obviously, Gainswell had most of the carries. Boston Scott Trail right behind him, and then Miles Sanders. How how can the Eagles do better going into next season with you know getting Jalen Hurts some assistance? Because he can't he can't be your leading rusher and your leading no. run scorer. You know what I'm so, saying? So I don't know if this has happened before, but I could very well see both of these teams being back in the Super Bowl next year because the Eagles are in a great spot. They're gonna lose a lot of players though on defense. Well, I don't know who's all free agents on their side, that, but I know they got they got a lot. They have a top ten pick in this draft. True. And they still have their pick. So yeah. You know, to talk about the Russian problem, you can call me crazy, but they can go draft B. John Robinson at number 10 if he's there. And you, there's your running back. Right. On a rookie deal. Um, I don't know who all in uh I mean, if you got the list of free agents, I'd be interested to hear them. But on the yeah. offensive side of the ball, shit, everybody coming back. That's true the too. Only one you, the only the only ones you might lose on offense is Kelsey, Lane Johnson. You might lose a couple offensive linemen, but yeah. So you you gonna need a backfield in for sure. To your point, yeah. Because you know you you don't want Jalen Hurts getting hit out there like Mahomes was in that Super Bowl against Tampa. Because it you know you yeah. they saw that, that happens again. So you losing an All Pro center, yeah, you are gonna have to definitely right. go out and find somebody that can that can hold up. So uh, on the same level as he as him. Exactly, man. Shout out to Spot Rack. I was able to pull up the um upcoming free agents for the Eagles. As of right now, um, Brandon, I mean Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, um, Isaac Sumala, uh, let's see, Kazir White, Nandamakan Sue, Boston Scott, Zach Pascal, Miles Sanders, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. Tyree Jackson, Gardner Minshew, and Marcus Epps. That's a lot. A lot of those players play tonight. <laughs> That's a lot of free agents, bro. The defensive line and right there. Like, exactly. Some of them might retire, though. Jason Kelsey's going, he's going on 36 or 37. So he might be retired. Kelsey, you know Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Graham. Yeah, them boys probably, them boys might consider retirement, but still, those were. Some of their high level players this season. I mean, Shit, I didn't even, I didn't even mention Linval Joseph. Linval Joseph, defense tackle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He that's retired. Cool. Sue probably going to retire. I wouldn't really count them because those I feel like are automatics. Right. Kelsey, Kelsey may or may not be an automatic. Graham and Cox, maybe. But still, I mean, Fletcher Cox and Graham, they were like one, two. In sacks on the team, so you're losing a lot if they decide to retire. Yeah, they they but definitely got some holes to fill. But if all them boys come back and you put them on, you know, you get the resignment. Hell, you still got your whole team, and you know, you could compete for. You could go and compete again. Well, with to, a top ten pick. To be fair to the Eagles, to be what, fair to the Eagles, does it say too? They are replacing. Um, you know, their defensive tackle with Jordan Davis. They picked Jordan Davis out of Georgia this year, you know, with a 13 pick. So they got him. They got N'Kobe Dean, Kyron Johnson. So linebackers, Cam Jurgens, the center that they picked in the second round. So they, they have some replacements. I'm going to be honest. They they have some replacements, some, some suitable replacements. Like how much space they have, like salary cap wise? 
Uh, salary cap. Let's see. Y'all, y'all keep talking. I'm gonna see if I can find that for you real quick. Um, but yeah. Here we go. We ooh Lord. They got like five. They got like five million. Oh, so he gonna? They gonna have to do some work. Gonna, <laughs> oh yeah, they got they got to clear up. <laughs> they gonna have to uh, restructure some contracts or something. Like, they gotta do a lot. Absolutely. I feel like Jamie off of uh the JRE podcast. Look that up for me, Jamie. <laughs> young Jamie, young Jamie, young Jimmy, young Jimmy, bruh. God, dog. So, real interesting, real interesting. I might, I might need a backpedal on that because if they let all them people walk and they don't replace them, I don't know if the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. No. So that's a lot to overcome. Hell yeah, for any team, I, I don't care who you are. That could have been the Patriots with Tom Brady. I mean, we saw when he lost all his wide receivers. Yeah, I think I can think of recently that happened. Like Tampa had a situation like that where they won the Super Bowl and they had a ton of people that were free agents, and they ended up getting almost damn near everybody back. So it's possible, but that's wild. You overspend when you do that too, though. Oh yeah, I mean Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham—they're older, but you know, let's say. You know, they like, man, we got a ring. Maybe I'm trying to get some more checks. Maybe a team, you know, come snipe them. That's the That's bad true. thing about going to the Super Bowl, right, is that, like, some of these teams get broken up because other teams are like, oh, man, he just won a Super Bowl. Like, we should pay him a ton of money to come and bring that that vibe and that culture to our team, you know? Mm-hmm. like So it, it'll be interesting to see. It definitely will. It definitely will, man. So speaking of coaching, coaching wise or whatever, but Eric B. Enemy, man, it, it was rumored that came out before the game that he may be taking over the uh, offensive coordinator position for the Washington Commanders, as opposed Don't to do it. the Baltimore Ravens. Why would anyone in their right mind do that? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he if he's smart, I, I know we talked about this last time, like trying to improve his career and and this and this and that. that he, well, could do that ain't the way to do it. I mean, I'm, I'm just staying where I got it good. I got my homes, I got three. Like, it's good over here, buddy. I'm straight sure. up. You just uh, won the like, Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying, like, hey, Lamar Jackson is a very elite quarterback in this league. Very great at what he does, but he ain't Patrick. And, and that's what I was, again, and like not to uh cut you no. off, Jim. I saw you about to say no, something. no, you good, you good. Um, like, to what you just said, how many times have Patrick Mahomes in this offense? Well, I'm not even gonna say it, like how many times have this team have been either to the conference finals or uh advanced well off into the playoffs within the past few years? Every like year so, Patrick for Mahomes you to. Been there. So like to go some elsewhere and try to rebuild that success, what? And you don't even know if it'll be. I'm not saying it's guaranteed because it's not. It's all earned at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But to leave and go try to uh, rebuild that elsewhere, that you don't know if you're gonna have that same success that you had in the yeah. new spot that you had in the old one. You know, you definitely taking a risk. For sure. Yeah, it'll be a risk for sure. I don't. I don't think this is uh, one of those the grass is greener on the other side type of situations. 
But uh, EB, nah, nah, I can't do that. Unless, like I said, unless he's going to a, a head coach position, stay, stay in, stay yeah. in KC. Keep building that offense. Keep working with Andy Reid. Keep picking his brain, getting that knowledge. Working with Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the defense, and keep going to the playoffs and. You know, doing and, what you can do to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he gonna leave Mahomes to go to what Heineke? Nah, man, Sam Sam Howell, bro. If, if you act, hey, if you ask uh, Skip Drayless, Sam Howell might have that golden thumb, boy. Yeah, he, uh, that's 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 let's let's, let's not get into Dre's um taste of judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I gotta get this one time for Dre in the in, in the words of Dre. Let's get it. Let's get it, my boy Drizzy. <laughs> Yo, he now nah, he got a new nickname as of today, Uncle Glizzy. Uh, <laughs> hey, we not gonna get into that verse. Oh no, probably has a double like that tonight, dog. Oh my god. Oh my god. Nah, we ain't gonna Uncle do it Glizzy. like that. Uncle Glizzy be like <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man. but yeah, I mean, you know, that's tired. So I mean I would think he's either him or Steve Spagnolo's first in line for that job, which We've seen what he's done as a head coach, so go ahead and just give it to the enemy at this point. So, right. I mean, hell, end up being a head coach with Mahomes anyway. That's real. Hey, that's real. Man, they had a um, they were doing an interview, you know, kind of like interviewing the players during the week leading up to the Super Bowl, but they played it like earlier today during the pregame, and they asked Travis Kelsey, like, man, like, how are you always so open? How are you always getting open? And he was like, I got two words for you. Andy Reid, and that told me everything I needed to know as to why Eric Bieniemy hasn't been given or granted, or even put in a position for a head coaching job in the NFL, because Andy Reid's still calling the plays. Andy Reid's the maestro behind the scene. Andy Reid is the one that's legit pulling the strings. He is the puppet master. So, but that hasn't stopped any any other um, lighter complexion counterparts from getting head coaching positions. So I don't want to use that as a way to say this is why EB hasn't been given a position, but it is interesting to note. So, yeah. He, let's put it like this. He's far more qualified than some of these guys that end up with far head coaching. More, man, he, he, far far more. More, he far more qualified than the Eagles offensive coordinator that's going to the damn Colts. I was, but, I was, just, I was just about sure. to say that, Jim. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You but, know? You know, I mean, you know, I don't know how long that guy's been the OC. I don't know if he's been there since Sirianni's been there. But, man, he's definitely got a story to tell in them job interviews, man. Oh, uh, what? Hey, I, Jalen Hurts went from this to this under me, man. You know, just imagine what I could do with, you know, C.J. Oh, uh, what? Dude, speaking of whoever. I'm going to be real, though. Like, so – Let's let's get into this because I, I want to use this as, a, as something to springboard us into uh, the MMA. But, dog, the referees at the end of the fourth quarter, like, what's up with that holding? I don't think that was a hold. Watching you, it, you, I don't believe don't think, that was a hold. You don't nah. think? So, that, so that's Brad, hand checking. I don't so, think that's a hold. So, Brad, what about I, the left I, hand? 
in post game that it was a hold. He said he did tug the jersey and so Bradbury came out say Bradbury basically if like I, I just saw it on Bleach Report. Yeah, it says Eagles DB had missed the holding. James Bradbury comes clean on the late flag. It was holding. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would let it slide. So in other words, they was letting it slide the whole game. But they didn't want to do it the four, but they wasn't letting it slide the four quarter. That's that bullshit that I be talking about. Well, and here's here's to another level of it, right? You know, Roger Goodell has his like State of the Union address. Right? Oh, Lord. You mean Roger Biden? <laughs> 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 you want to call it right? And he basically said he was. He's good. I'm proud of the way we call games. So. It, you know, for those of you folks out there that's going to gripe about this call and, you know, talk about NFL officiating, the man told you himself he don't he don't see a problem. So nothing's oh, what? So just know that motherfucker stands. Yeah, just just know, you know, either way, somebody either going to swallow their whistle and miss some or somebody's going to throw the flag and, you know, be appalled or get screwed up. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. We you can't you can't hey. always be mad at the uh you can't <laughs> always be mad at them guys, bro. Man, that's a tough job, man. As y'all know, I got the I got the good I got a good back not background. I got somebody that I know, my boss that I could bring something up about calls and he could give me why they called it, you know, the exact call because that's just how it is. That's and cool. He, he he even admit that hey we missed some. Hey it wasn't it wasn't holding but we called it. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. Or you know we should have called this. We should have called that. That's that's hard, bro. No, no. I'm not saying that job isn't hard. I'm just asking for consistency. If you ain't called this all fight or all game, why are you calling it right now? Why are you calling yeah. it in the biggest moment? Why are you calling it when y'all need to step aside and let the athletes decide the game, not your whistle? Right. But you look at you know, the NOLA no call, right? That's a situation where you're supposed to do your job and call it, right? You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't call the, the holding tonight, then, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs Nation is all in your ear talking about, man, look at this, you missed that call. A bunch of clips on Twitter, folks diagnosing it and saying what's wrong. You know, the referees it, gonna need uh secret we, service. That's what I'm saying. Didn't it, that whole happen on a first down? No, it was the third. It was the third down. It was the third. Wow. It even makes it even worse on yeah, the referee. So he first there, and then I think what a player two later, McKinnon, you know, gets it to the one two yard line. That's wow. That is wow. All in all. All in all, in my opinion, that was a well called game. Oh yeah, they got yeah, yeah. they got reviews right. They got you know everything down from the the game well touchdown that they called back that they went back and reviewed, and it was I mean it was clear, but even some clear things they still tend to mess up. But I think it was a well called game. That's fair. The catch is. Yeah, we still don't know what a catch is. No, no. I mean, I thought the Dallas guy wasn't a catch. They called that a catch. I thought Devontae Smith's thing was a catch. Like, I don't understand how 
once you catch the ball, do what you got to do inbounds, and you're out of bounds, why do you have to still maintain possession? You're out of bounds at this point. Yeah, you're out of bounds. That's that's that. I don't get that either. I don't get that at all. The you craziest know? part well, about it is it's never that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but as long as I've been watching football, I haven't seen that type of call the way they broke it down, saying it's a no catch until this season. I'm just being well, honest. Well, my thing is, my thing is, here's why I say that. So if you're in the end zone and you do what Devontae Smith did, let's say Devontae Smith did that in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's called a touchdown because they're like, oh, well, the play's over because he's in the end zone and da-da-da, this, da-da-da, that. But at the 50-yard line and he goes out of bounds, it's not a catch. So what's See? the difference between the end zone and a regular catch within the other 80 yards? The referee's just inconsistent, bro. That's all it is. I'm saying, like, you know, the NFL don't know who the catch is, man. College got it right. Oh, he got a foot down? Okay, that's a catch. It, it's it's too much that goes into it. You got to yeah. You got to catch the ball. You got to get two feet in. You got to maintain possession without the ball moving throughout the catch. You got to survive the ground. If you survive the ground, the ball can't move. If the ball moves an inch, if the ball touches the ground after you to hit, you know, it's just too much that goes to it. That was like that Jamar Chase catch. They just need to simplify it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Isn't it like it also uh to what you were just saying, T is it is the NFL one knee down and you're down? It's two. So oh, it's two knees two, down. So well, it's supposed to be two feet, but if you get a foot and a knee, that counts as two and you know. Yeah, that's two points of contact and bounds. So yeah. Fresh. Man, that's look. That's it is a lot. It is a lot. While we're on the topic of refs, as we come down to the pretty much our last final minutes of the show. Man, I want to I want to get into the um a little bit of MMA. Alexander Volkanovsky took on Islam Makachev in Perth. You know, pound for pound, number one versus the you know the number one lightweight champ. You know, Islam the champion. ain't win that fight. Islam did not win that fight, man. I'm Islam gonna be honest. Ain't win that fight. You know, I, like I say, I I had it, I had it two two going into the fifth. I thought Volk pulled away in the fifth and won that. Izzy. Everybody in the crowd thought Volk won it. Everybody was dapping each other up. Then the verdict came out unanimous, unanimous for Islam. I was like, wow, okay. So, Chris, what, what, how y'all feel about that? So, look, I, are, y'all, are you and Tyler familiar with verdict? Mm, verdict? No, what's that? No, verdict is the, it's, it's a basically a, a, um, National like scoring uh platform, mm-hmm. and it's in real time. So let me see. Uh, while while Chris looking that up, I'm I didn't watch the fight, or nor did I see any press conferences after. So I'm interested to know. What did Dana have to say after the fight? Uh, it's uh, so I found it, and according to verdict, and these is people in real time putting their uh scores on there. These and are verdict kind of say that again. These are unofficial scores, like these are other people just scoring the match. Yeah, okay. but it, it it's so it but it's 
Like, and everybody had Volk winning uh three to two that fight. Exactly. Three to two. Now try to get uh I'm gonna try to put you more on game about that, Jim. Yeah, so definitely. Have you keep up with the fights better. I'm actually shit. gonna I'm actually That's gonna use that shit as we move forward each weekend through these Verdict. fights. Man. It's called Verdict. You know, card. Islam took Volk down. But the problem was he took him down. One, Volk got up. But more importantly, when Islam took Volk down, he ain't do no damage. He ain't do no damage. Every submission he tried was was stalled. Volk would get up. Like, it, 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 I mean, <laughs> legit. It, it, dude, I don't know what to say. I don't know what the refs are doing in the MMA, but it's to the point now where you have to finish your opponent. You have to. Yeah, you cannot leave like it in the hands want. of the refs. It's, it's, it's gotten bad. Even like with yeah, the don't leave, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. No. Like even with the takedowns, they, they it seems as if they uh giving you points as soon as you take them down. Like they ain't not letting you establish a mount or nothing. You can't be in full mount position. It's like as soon as you grab them and put them down, mm-hmm. that's considered a takedown. You're not even letting them establish position or nothing. Damn. So that's what it's seeming like to me now when they scoring these matches and stuff like that because again like it's no way to me that islam won that fight no no there's no way now i will say this his striking looked very good and i hate when people say oh he's more of a grappler he doesn't really strike he's not gonna strike like that and folks got the advantage i'm like man these guys are all fighters yes he's a he's a grappler you know i guess a, a submission artist but you don't you don't become champion just because you can submit people. You mm-hmm. gotta be able to stand and bang with people. I mean, his his stand up looked good against Oliveira. That's you know, how he got me. He dropped that's how he got him. He, got he, him he dropped that, him. Uh, that and as a matter of fact, he hit Volk with that same hit, that same that same punch, and Volk dropped to one knee. But Volk got back up because Volk got Volk's a harder champion. But I'm gonna say he got the heart of the lion. But I'm gonna say this. I hope and pray that we get to see those two fight again because I'm going to be real. Volk had him, bro. Volk Volk really had him. He did. He did. But uh, to me, UFC politics. Of of course. One thing I'm looking forward to is uh, Yair Rodriguez versus Volk. Yair looks really good, really damn good in in his fight um, against, uh, what is it, Chris Emmett? I think his name is Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett looked so good. I, dude, I wasn't the biggest Yari Rodriguez fan, but oh my God, this dude is he's a likable guy. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. His his English is really great, even though he has an accent, his English is really good. Shout out my amigos, man. Shout Absolutely. out my amigos. Yo, hablo espanol. Tu hable espanol. Yeah. We do this, you dig? We love amigos, man. Absolutely. We not, I'm not talking about the rappers. I'm talking about my people of uh Hispanic of and Mexican, Mexican descent, my yeah, tan, descent. my tan brothers, my tan. Brothers. You know, my amigos, my my primos and my amigos. <laughs> well, look, guys, we have come to the end of the show. Ezra, what was the trivia answer from last show? Uh, the last, uh, an- the answer was Michael Thomas. Love so it. Michael Thomas had the record for most receptions in the first three seasons of. You heard it here first. That was the trivia. Guys, we will catch you in the next episode. Hey, what hold another. on, Jim. That nigga ain't catch a ball since. 
And he ain't caught a ball since. No, he has not. Hold up. He ain't caught one since 2019. But he catching paychecks. Wait a minute. He catching paychecks. Yeah, he catching paychecks. He catching big paychecks. Catching big paychecks. 